Hey, this is Nate from Central District Cyclery, and uh, this is a Central District Podcast, episode 14, and with me today um, is a young man that's been associated with the shop for a number of years, Cola Tibos. Hello, guys. Thanks, Cola. Um, for anybody that doesn't know Cola, um, I think what, you? how old are you right now? I'm 20. You're 20. Uh, I think you were 14 or 15 somewhere or somewhere there. in there. Um, and I met you fat bike racing. Yep. And um, you you were in the unenviable position of racing with adults. Oh, yeah. But I was in the younger category, but I still had to go against all the old guys. Yes. Um and anybody that doesn't know Carla, he would be the kid that used to race uh, skins um, in the middle of winter. Yeah, nice and toasty out there. Why Colin. is that, Cola? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an athlete, really. <laughs> I just participate. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of know you as a fat biker at first. Yep. Um, and uh, after that, I just know because I've been a kind of a friend of your family because yep. of that. Your dad shared a story with me that it, um, you were maybe a little bit sought out because of your. For anybody that doesn't know Cola, he's tall yeah. and um, would probably be considered a pretty good defensive lineman for most football teams. Too much effort. You know, with possibly. Um, but you made a conscious decision at one point to not pursue football and and pursue mountain biking yep is that true i did and why is that well football it's a team sport but really you're working with yourself still and getting better at your spot but you can't really tell how good you're doing because each team's different and you're not really timing yourself or doing anything really other than lifting weights but you can improve there but it doesn't show improvement out there because it's always changing or mountain biking, you can improve yourself and you will see improvement throughout years of practicing and gaining skills. And I think that's true. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about bikes in okay. a minute because I, I think you've had a variety of bikes uh, in the last four or five years. Yeah. You Basically, you had a POS fat bike when I met you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At one hub. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it but it hooked you right yeah, and how did you kn- how did you know I mean was it b- well first I had my dad bought me a nicer bike before that which was for me a rock hopper but a couple years later I upgraded it but that from that like uh, I before I had a like a track with rim brakes but upgrading to something with disc brakes bigger wheels for my size was just so freeing. Then I like being outdoors in the winter, too, so I decided to uh, save open by myself a fat bike. Then I like doing that. That's pretty cool, man. Um, I don't know if I quite had it together like that when I was your age, although the choices might not have been there. Um, yeah, hold your old comments back, okay? I didn't know they had bikes back then. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um <laughs> The jokes never stop around <laughs> Cola. So, now today, or currently, w- what are you riding and 
and why? I'm writing a 2018 Rocky Mountain Instinct. Before that, I had a 2016 Kona Kahuna DDL, which was a hardtail. When I had the hardtail, I was doing more cross-country races, but then I sort of got out of racing and just wanted to have more fun, and I decided to full suspension. Then a couple demos came around fr- through your shop, uh, the Kona and Rocky Mountain mm-hmm. one. So I tried a process, a hey, hey, from Kona. Those are fun bikes, but they didn't feel right to me. And those are cross-country and a trail bike. Yep. Then I w- rode a Rocky Mountain Instinct, and it just fit me perfectly. Even though it's longer travel, you can just adjust the, your ear tune to it, the suspension. And it, for me, it felt perfect for riding around here. I think for a young guy, you impressed me a lot as a rider. And part of it is, in a way, you play down your abilities, but I know you kind of dive in and geek out on on data and a few other things, more so than what you let on about. Yes. Um, And you made a decision in your purchase with the Instinct between a carbon frame and an aluminum frame. What, What was your ultimate decision and why? Well, really, the aluminum frame had a black stripe down the middle and a little bit nicer <laughs> components than the <laughs> carbon one. And I didn't like the black stripe down the middle of the down tube. So I <laughs> $1,000 more to the carbon front triangle just because of that one black stripe on the frame. All right. Well, you know what? Color matters, right? For me, it does. Okay. Um, and so as you look at what's out there now... What's the bike? Do you, do you think there's a new bike in your future? Do you think you're going to stick with that for a while, upgrade? What, what's your plan? Right now I'm content with my instinct. I might upgrade a couple things here and there, but nothing significant. But I'm looking for my next bike too, even though it might not be the same model there is right now because it's always changing. Because mm-hmm. right now they're changing the instinct, right, like you told me. And mine's only two years old. So I just... No idea what the future has for my bike. Do you think you'll go... Well, at this point, I guess, was it safe to say you identify yourself as a trail rider? Yeah, more of a trail rider. Um, And so do you think more travel? You have the right amount of travel? Do you think you would change anything around in there? I might try something with a little more travel. I'd have to try it first in our area because mm-hmm. more travel is going to be a little more squishy compared to a, something with less travel. And around here is pretty flat. Even though I complain about climbing the hills, I just got lazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, maybe one less hamburger, okay? Eh, I'll do two instead. All right. Um, one of the other cool things that I think is being able to watch you to develop into a young adult um, is making some choices in education. And um, without... I think you're fully committed to being in the bicycle world. Yeah. And um, you know, you've, you're a current Grand Rapids CC student. Yes. And um, but tell us, I know just recently you've been accepted into a, a new, newer program. Yeah. And talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, I don't, I looked into it. It's a uh, bicycle design and fabrication through Minnesota State Southeast, I believe. Southwest or southeast, other sides of the state, but we'll figure it out once I am done with CC. I'm doing my basics there, so hopefully I'll learn those two differences. 
But yes, right, left. I get those confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so, talk to me a little bit about the program at the bicycle, the bicycle design. Well, I like riding my bike, but I like to go deeper into it. So each frame's slightly different with the geometry, and this program will help me figure out how to design a frame with all the right head tube angles, bottom bracket heights, and it'll show me how to actually make one. And based off what I read through the program, I'm actually making a frame for myself through it. And then, I mean, obviously there's maybe a goal in yeah. mind for employment or things like that. What are you thinking? What would you like? What's your, what's Cola's dream job? Right now it's always changing, but I'm thinking with a brand I like, maybe Rocky Mountain, Kona, Norco, all those brands I really like. But I know they're big. some of them are bigger corporations than others. So it's going to be hard to figure out because I do like feel of a small business, but there's more opportunity with bigger businesses too. And what would you like to do? Uh, Bike design? Maybe design. Maybe, or Product manager, product engineer, manager, something yeah. like that? Something that still allows me to have a full-time job that lets me ride as much as I want to because I don't want to be stuck behind a desk doing boring stuff all day to me. Oh, amen to that, man. I totally got it. That was kind of my goal on opening a bike shop, even though I end up being chained to the uh, the retail at many times. <laughs> um, but I do have some flexibility and schedule to get out and ride. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Um, my other kind of joy in my life to, and watching you develop into a young adult has been your p- progression as a mechanic. Um and really starting from scratch as being kind of a home mechanic to yep. being a very talented tech. Um, do you have a, do you prefer one drivetrain over another? Do you prefer certain gear I selection? What are your, what's your favorites out there? I prefer the SRAM uh, drivetrains, but Shimano style braking mm-hmm. for me. The SRAM brakes, there's nothing wrong with them, but I had those set of levels on my bike mm-hmm. when I first bought it. Solid brakes, but I just wanted something with a little more stopping power for my size. But I didn't like the feel of the guide brakes. They just felt too spongy to me, even after a fresh bleed. So then I went with uh, TRP slates, the four-piston ones. Beautiful. Stopped every time for what I want. Mm-hmm. So um, your ideal then would be a SRAM drive with a... Yep. TRP or sh- yeah, slash Shimano, Shimano style. Yeah. Oh, what are your piston or what are your um, opinions on a two-piston versus a four-piston brake? Uh, it's depending on what you're doing and how big you are. For someone smaller, two-piston brake is just fine for anything. Mm-hmm. They don't really, for anyone over like maybe 250, 100, like a bigger guy, mm-hmm. four-pistons can be better at stopping them because there's more momentum going forward. But it also helps with the rotor ch- size you choose, too. That's also a big factor in it. True, true, true. Um, and I know that you're in an enviable position to have done a little bit of travel. Yep. Um, where's been your favorite place to ride, and where would you like to go ride? Uh, I like riding in the one time I went to Sedona with you. That was a great time. You knowing the trails out there and knowing my skill level, you were able to show me the trails that would cater best to my abilities. Then I've been to Germany a couple times, but I haven't really ridden in their mountain bike trails or like their paved trails, some little dirt ones too, but mm-hmm. nothing really mountain bikey. 
I'd like to go out there sometime again and ride their more technical mountain bike trails. Okay. Okay. Um, and one last thing I also know ab- about you is your coach, your mountain bike coach. Yep. I did that for one year. And um, what was your experience with that? It was a lot of fun, really. Uh, so I was a, one of the coaches for the West Michigan Coyotes, and you did interview Brian Miller about it. Mm-hmm. So actually, f- two, three years ago or something, I was on their team because I'm only 20. So when I was my last year of high school, I rode on their team. Then two years after that, I ha- had an opportunity to help coach them, so I did. It's really fun seeing how some of my old teammates, I was able to help coach them to be better. That's doesn't that feel good? Yeah, yeah. They they were faster than me at the time too, and they still are. Well, uphill anyhow. Yeah, you're one of the faster riders I know downhill. Gravity agrees with me. Oh, as does <laughs> most of us. Um, Cole, I want to thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Um, and. You know, there's been kind of a theme over the last few episodes about, you know, kids and mountain biking. Um, we started out with Ryan, we talked a little bit with Kramer, and we've ended up with you. And you know, one of the things I'd like to just put out there to our listening audience is, is that, you know, mountain biking is out there for everybody. And um, not getting youth involved is a mistake. It's it more opportunities should be out there for youth mountain biking <coughs> because they're the, they're the colas of the world that are going to grasp that that love and of mountain biking and turn it into a vocation at some point oh yeah and you know and in your case even if you don't you're always going to have a lifelong love um, and a community that you belong to oh yeah made a lot of my friends through cycling you know? They're older than me, but that just gives me some things to make fun of them about. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad you make total use of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks again, Cola. Um, we'll call that an episode, and we'll talk to you all later. See you.